Hey everybody, Adam Cook from Campus Inc. and the NIL Show. We have a great episode for you today. We are joined by Zach Beebe, the founder and CEO of NIL Management. Zach has been in the management and representation industry for almost 13 years. Uh, specifically, he got a start within music, but when NIL legislation changed, he saw a great opportunity to leverage his skills in a new area. Um, he has gained a lot of momentum and, uh, and notice around landing car deals, uh, national brands for a lot of his athletes at Ohio State, and we spend some time in our conversation talking about how to manage uh, relationships with athletes, parents, and schools. Enjoy the show. Some guy walked in and was like, are you Zach Beebe? I was like, yeah. And he's like, uh, I want you to go to dinner with me tomorrow, and I have a proposition for you. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, all right, what the <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. Zach, you got your start selling merch in college. In a yeah, in a weird way. Yeah. So what was weird is I, I went to the University of Toledo and um like I've always, I guess, had that hustle mentality. So like I was going for business, marketing and management, and like I'm a true believer in like you gotta like get out there and do it, you know, not like just <laughs> who someone who probably isn't even, you know, actually made it in business. Not all professors are terrible, but, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I went into the mall and got a job at freaking buckle and I never even wore their stuff. So they always yell at me and shit. this is like 12 years ago. <laughs> but the only reason I took the buckle job is because it was the only, um, you know, only company in the mall that would pay you like a commission. So I knew everyone on campus. So they would all come to me anyway. Right. And I would always like just keep 100 with them. And then, yeah, I grew that and I was killing it. And they offered me like a regional position. And then some dude walked in, literally no shit. Some guy walked in and was like, are you Zach Beebe? I was like, yeah. And he's like, uh, I want you to go to dinner with me tomorrow. And I have a proposition for you. And I'm like, First of all, I'm like, all right, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> but I actually went home and I looked up his name and realized that he was part of like the largest campus housing, um, you know, industry. So they had the the live here, eat here, and they wanted to create a shop here. So yeah, he uh, gave me 150 grand when I was like 20 or something. I created my first, uh, yeah, business concept. It was called NEX Clothing Co. And then put a barber in it and a freaking tattooist. And I was bringing Wiz, Mac, MGK. I mean, all these people that at them, that we, we were nobody, right? So it was a, it was a cool and wild time for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Adam, nuts. Adam, we might, we might, uh, need to, let Steven and Zach just have a room and just, and yeah. talk about these early days with selling shirts and just, yeah. and just 100%. leave right now. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. But I got to learn a shit ton about like the merch industry, right. And, uh, sourcing and buying and, you know, all the different that. So yeah, uh, it was definitely cool. a great learning. I never had anyone take me to dinner and give me 150 grand. Um, <laughs> Mark answered my email and wrote us a check. That was pretty cool, but not, not as cool as, as, as that. Um, what, wait, so you were a college student, someone gave you $150,000 and said, go start this lifestyle company. Yeah. I mean, he essentially said, look, we know you, you know, enjoy fashion. You have a big following here, um, on campus. Cause I was using Facebook very differently. Like I said, I mean, this was 12 years ago, so I was using it more for, um, at university of Toledo, like Greek life's really big there. And I never wanted to be in a fucking frat or whatever, just cause that's not my, like, it wasn't my style, but these guys were, 
like myself. So um, I was using Facebook and that to build these like big groups and essentially started all girls were free to come to our parties. And then I charged all guys and then we were making like a shit ton of money. And then, uh, yeah, so we kind of rolled it. But um, but yeah, I dropped out of college and decided I was just going to, you know, kind of go into business. And the best advice I ever got, literally, I went to all six of my professors, all five told me I, I should not leave college. I have to stay in college. Dude, the sixth, he was my, the only class I probably went to, he was my business class, one of my business classes. He goes, let me tell you something, Zach. He's like, this university is going to be here to take your money, whether you fail in two weeks or eat <laughs> in 20 years. And he goes, I also smoke a lot of pot. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. And then, yeah, man, I'm just journey. And here we are today. <laughs> and, now you're and now you're negotiating free cars for athletes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little more than that, but yeah. <laughs> definitely. At, at the Ohio State. So, yeah. so how, how is it like being like a Toledo, going to Toledo and then hustling for Ohio State? Is that, yeah. are you, are you totally good with that? Oh, hell yeah, man. I mean, look. <laughs> Toledo was like a byway, right? It was just like what you were supposed to do after college, right? I played football in college or in, in high school. So it was like, oh, go to University of Toledo. Um, but I was born and raised here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, you know, we it's our Bible here, dude, Ohio State football. Yeah. That, that's what we don't have professional teams. Columbus, Ohio is our bread and butter. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really care about that. We just whooped their ass this year. So that was that was pretty <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I mean – Ohio State and this kind of pays the bills. So, Stephen, you wanna you wanna do the, the the kickoff to the episode? That was a pretty killer intro. Oh yeah, we're back for another episode with the NIL show. We got Zach. Is it Beeb? BB. BB. Yeah. BB. What nationality are you, Zach? Man, I don't know. I'm like a mess. <laughs> like Italian, Greek. My mom was like Cherokee. I don't know, dude. I'm just all kinds of shit. You just here. You're just, You're just here, here. Just doing That's it. That's a cool last name, BB. And you, you started this company, NIL Management. You were obviously a pretty well-established entrepreneur, uh, <coughs> whether in the barbershop industry, merch industry, hangover cure industry. Um, pretty uh, crazy track record of what you've done at Ohio State. How did you end up here in NIL? What, what talk, talk us through that. To be totally honest, um, before NIL, right, you couldn't do any of the things that we now can do. So I've always been uh, really close to the, you know, close to the players. And when we weren't on tour and doing all that kind of stuff with the, the, my music artists and all that, I really created like a safe haven for, for, for these guys where I didn't care what you did on the field or who, how cool you were on the court or whatever. You want to come over to my house, we grill, we watch Sunday football, Monday night football. And I actually, um, you know, Haskell Garrett, we would always kind of like mess around with Dude, wouldn't it be nuts? Like, cause it blew my mind that these kids could never capitalize on their likeness. Like mm. it absolutely blew my mind. Cause that's all I did for these big music artists and all this stuff. But, uh, me and Haskell were joking. And then literally I got tipped off about the NIL bill. Um, and it was during COVID. Right. So I wasn't on tour, you know, cause all the music venues shut down, all that shit. And, mm. Literally, I was sitting on my steps and it was like 3 30 in the morning. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna buy nilmanagement.com. And <laughs> um, and then essentially what I did is leveraged all my relationships that I had um, you know, with these players and uh really 
protect them. Like I didn't really build this to be super lucrative. It just kind of took on a mind of its own. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I truly created the business to benefit my friends that I knew were going to be taken advantage of. So, so go, let's, let's go back a little bit. You talked sure. about, you know, managing artists while you, while they were on tour, et cetera. So, so this is, uh, this is your, your representation agency, OTR management, right. That you were doing before NIL came about. T- tell us yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah. So on the rise management, I, I, I created, so I was put in the great position of when I built NAX clothing co and I was bringing all these big artists. And at that time, you know, they weren't big, but I knew that they were rising. I've always kind of had an ear for it. You know, um, I got the opportunity when I, we sold this, you know, hangover cure and got these like crazy investors, which schools like Cheryl, Cheryl Kruger, Cheryl's cookies. And we had like Wexner on our board and Roger Blackwell. And I'm like 22 at this point, like we raised like one point, one point two million in like a half hour. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> but got to learn a bunch from that. And then I leveraged those relationships and had a guy, Max Zoss reach out to me. He's like, Hey man, he goes, I own what's called the verge campus tour. And I want to verge two different genres. So then I found myself on tour with, it was Kendrick Lamar and Steve Aoki. And then it was Cruella and, um, logic. And I was with chance the rapper. Right. And this whole time, like we were on these tour buses and everybody, a lot of people saw that as like a party, but for me, it's like, no, I want to learn the back end to this, right? So Chance's manager, Pat, that's why my name on Instagram is actually Zach the manager. He was Pat the manager, kind of took me under his wing and like I soaked up a shit ton of knowledge from him. And then it was so weird, dude. I got home and GEZ's first stadium tour was kicking off and I did all the hiring and running of this big music venue here called Flanagan's. Like we bring, you know, Luke Combs and like all these guys. And hired um, a guy named Carter Winter, and he came up to me and was like, hey, man, I need a manager. And I'm like, what do you do? Like, I don't know. what (laughs) (laughs) To manage what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, because at this point, I didn't really know. I I had no clue. And then literally after digging into it, I mean, he had this amazing voice. And literally I was at a crossroads where it's like in the music industry, the the real way where you make money is like you find a diamond in the rough and then you manage this, you know, person. So literally decided to put everything into Carter. And then dude, within a couple of weeks with the help of, uh, you know, chances manager and stuff, we got signed to CAA, right. The largest, um, you know, talent agency. And then, uh, I brokered a deal with Jay-Z and rock nation. So he was the first country artist signed to that. And we kind of grew him from literally whatever to very high. And then COVID hit, of course. How at 22 years old, did you raise $1.2 million for a hangover yeah. cure company? I, I'm, that's what I'm curious about. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. So after I sold uh, the clothing companies, I built one in Toledo, then BG, sold it. Um, I went into corporate America because the original investor was like, hey, man, like you can come sit on the board and negotiate these deals. So I was like, all right, cool. Right. And I'm like young as shit, making really, really good money. And then, dude, I'll never forget one day I walked out and I was just like on this balcony. And I was like, I fucking hate this. I was like, I don't like I'm furthering someone else's dream, right? I just own my own shit. So um, 
dude, out of the blue, my friend Terry Blue called me and he's like, hey, man, I'm in Seoul, South Korea, and um, I have this extract called Avenia Dulcis. And in South Korea, you, all your business handlings are done at the bar, right? And they take it like offensively if you don't take the shots. So you're drinking soju, you're just lit. And they tell you to drink this and you won't feel bad in the morning. What's crazy is – it's proven that the Havinia Dulcis basically breaks down and metabolizes the alcohol at such a high rate, you either piss it out or, um, you know, it just dissolves. So anyway, Terry goes, hey, man, I need to raise like 150 grand to start this company. And I'm like, in my head, I just did this, right? And I'm like, 150 grand is not going to be enough. And it was like a bridge loan and it was just bullshit. So I just, and this is like a theme in my life, like, my bank account's full of relationships and experiences. I don't give a shit about money, man. Like literally, time is the only true currency, right? So I told Terry, I'm gonna leverage my relationships and then I get a sit down from Cheryl Kruger, Cheryl's Cookies, who sold to 1-800-Flowers and she goes, you have a half hour to be at the New Albany Country, you have a half hour of my time at New Albany Country Club. And dude, I'm telling you, we went in there and we're like these young kids right at this, way too nice place and we all have like tap stuff so we have like button ups and we sit down and <laughs> I'll never forget she asked we do our whole pitch and she asked us like how much capital are you trying to raise and I looked at her and I said 1.5 million and <laughs> Terry looked like a ghost dude it looked like he was gonna like pass out because that was not the plan but I knew the worth I knew how much we were gonna you know burn through being vertically integrated all this stuff and after the negotiations you know we got you know great and it was like we walked out it was like the breakfast <laughs> club when you walk out of the you know the ending scene Freeze you brand. walk out and like, but like couldn't do it but like dude, did that just happen each other like what the fuck so of course we yeah, so we went to the nicest fucking steakhouse and literally had like a three thousand dollar tab, and we didn't even have like any That's time awesome. yet. Which- That's amazing, Zach. Yeah. Zach, you're clearly a relationship guy. Zach. Can make relationships very easily, connections. But when it comes to the business sense, how did you learn that, especially at such a young age? Uh, to be honest, um, I had two amazing parents, uh, and my father was, you know, an entrepreneur, and I mean. Since my youngest of years, he was always up at 6 a.m. in his suit and tie. He was a, um, a consultant, and that's, you know, in reality, that's what I own is, you know, a consulting company. And my dad was always giving me these gems, right? Um, and, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, my dad had cancer and he passed away when I was a senior in um, high school. Um, and I got to learn so much. So that's really a true testament. Like, I, I my heroes weren't like, athletes or actors it was like my dad he was the shit right um and then my mom was kind of counterbalanced that too and and she worked very hard um and i got to learn amazing stuff from her and it was crazy she she passed away like two years three years after that um like hit by a drunk driver so it's just been like weird stuff but when it comes to that business i believe you're almost kind of born with it but you got to kind of like just like a diamond you just got to keep kind of brushing it off and learn as much as possible and i'm always around people smarter than me like all the time and that's yeah, I don't know. that's super rad but yeah uh, probably my dad it's just sure. crazy how how much like you got thrown in the deep end at such a young age mm-hmm. figured it out and then you just keep leveraging and leveraging and leveraging it like what's next what's next what's next um you guys worked uh 
one of the some of the big yeah. things that you've done at the Ohio State is with like the foundation, which is a collective at Ohio State. How did you get tied in with them? Collectives are, yeah. you know, a pretty big deal, especially at the Ohio State. How did you get roped into that? Like, tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the deal. Um, when I created NIO Management, I didn't want to create a monopoly, but in reality, if you're doing the best and creating the best content and bringing the best deals, and you're doing the most car deals, right? The flashy stuff that guys that Guess are young, the headlines, right? So essentially, you know, we had signed every major athlete at Ohio State. Um, so in reality, they're contractually obligated to us. They, it is a non-exclusive one page. The reason why we make it non-exclusive is because, look, we want them to win. So if another agency brings $100,000 deal, $10,000 deal, all we ask is my business partner, Ed Brown. He's amazing. He's our GC. So um, he's been an attorney for 14 years. So all we ask is that he can look over those contracts. So that way there's no conflict of interest or breach of contract. Um, and we don't even per- take a percent from that, right? Um, but yeah, when it came to the collectives, dude, basically at the end of the day, it's like they realize you can't just try to poach or go after these guys. They're going to come to me and they want me to negotiate the best deal possible for them, right? And their parents believe in us and and them. So uh, Brian Schottenstein had approached me, you know, through uh, the foundation and he said, Zach, you know, I, I have a great deal. How do we work this out? And um, we negotiated uh, that entire deal on the back end um, and got it to where it needed to be with uh, Brian and his his uncle. And now we've created a, a really cool campaign with DSW Value City and uh, what's the other one? DSW Value City and American Eagle. Yeah, that's awesome. I I, I just want to draw attention to, to something in particular. You know, you you had this approach with NIL management and you said it like non-exclusivity. That's not what we're looking for, right? Because if we're going to bring the most amount of value to our clients, mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about that. But the flip side of that is like the last thing you want to do is pigeonhole somebody into, into missing out on an opportunity in the short window that they have. Yeah. And I just, you know, I commend you guys for that. I think that's so cool. We take a very similar approach here at Campus Inc. with the NIL store. And, yeah. you know, we say a lot, it's, it's almost like a dirty word in NIL, right? And, and you're seeing that happen is these companies and organizations that are like forcing exclusive deals, you know, closing doors off are, are getting people backing out of it and saying, well, forget it. We don't want any part of that. Right. And so I think that's really cool that you've, you've been able to kind of show this model of, yeah, we're, we're non-exclusive, but look what we're doing. We're doing cars. We're doing, you know, big national brands, DSW, you know, American Eagle. That's, that's such a rad approach. I appreciate that. No, thank you. We, we get asked that all the time, Adam, uh, when we're on our pitches with investors. Like, is this merch deal exclusive? Like, no, I can't take away the right to a kid to do a Nike deal. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. But what we can do is give them the best possible experience. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that success is rent and the rent is due every day. And the day okay. we stop paying the rent, they don't, we, we, we don't earn their business anymore. You know, it's like a subscription, right? Like, if you, if you stop watching Netflix and you don't like it anymore, you can cancel it. Right. It's not like you're tied to some crazy contract or something like that. Um, yeah. But but some of the deals that you pulled off were pretty flashy, right? Like yeah. uh, a, you negotiated for four OSU players totaling almost $550,000, six guys to get cars. Do you go to – do you get the player first and you're like, okay, I'm going to find this for you? Or do you have like – do you have these connections in the industry and you're like – 
I'm going to start piecing these together. What's your thought process when you're doing this all? Yeah, so that goes both ways, right? Um, you know, one, <clears throat> what we like to do is now we're in a great position where there's just too many people wanting to join the team that like per bandwidth, I want to make every one of them feel like they're the only one. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so with that being said, when we bring them in, we kind of have like a checklist, right? Like, who are you? What do you like? Is there any kind of weird things do you like? Do you like to build model cars or are you into parrots? I don't, do you know what I mean? <laughs> We, we ask kids uh, their tattoos because we want to put it on their merch. Like tattoos are important to them. Dude. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, we ask. So that's 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 another thing, man. We ask like about their tattoos. Like, you know, mm. they oh, mm-hmm. what's that mean to you? Because I truly want to figure them out. Are you a vegetarian, right? Then this big mm-hmm. steak deal is not going to work. Just trust us. <laughs> dude. But because like the type of money that we're getting pitched when you're 18, 19 years old, and you have a $50,000 whatever deal, and it may not align with who you are, what we say to them is at the end of the day, we work for you. But I'm going to give you my opinion. You can take it, you can leave it, but I'm always going to put you in a best, the best position to succeed, right? And I can come to it in a very different manner than they're used to, right? With the suit, the tie, all that bullshit. And I just keep it 100. And every time they've listened to me, thankfully, it's always worked out for the best and they're true to themselves. Um, you know, and it just works out way better, but yeah, you know, sometimes I'll see like, you know, an Emeka Buka or a Marvin Harrison or something like that and be like, Oh, he likes this, 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 I can start piecing something together and then go to them with a pitch. Um, but it just, you know, it, it works, it works kind of both ways. Um, so and the obvious advantage with Ohio State is it, the, the brand is incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's a massive, massive brand, nationally recognized. Um, and businesses are, I'm sure, Zach, you can speak to this, businesses are clamoring to be associated with Ohio State and especially Ohio State football, basketball. In terms of your onboarding process with athletes, are you being selective which, with, with the athletes that you bring on? Are you accepting everyone? How, how are you approaching that? Yeah, so it's gotten hard, right? Because yeah. let's be honest, like it's not like I'm some wizard like taking a school that's a Pac-12. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we have the Ohio State University, we have the largest viewership. We're um, like I said, there's no other um, you know major sports teams here, so we're not fighting. Plus, we're one of the biggest test markets, so we have the most you know Fortune 100 and 500 companies here. Uh, yeah, all these companies want to work with us, but it's got to the point where one of my biggest faults is like, I'm loyal to a fault and I want to like make everything work for everyone. But it's gotten to the point where one, we are having to grow, um, which is great. And having Ohio state in the beginning, man, they were like, yeah, is this dude? Like, I mean, they were (laughs) for sure, but we stayed to the course. We kept everything compliant. We kept everyone eligible. Yep. We didn't infringe on trademarks and we did it right. And, and we stayed in our own lane. Right. Um, and now, you know, they've been super supportive. They've wrapped their arms around NIL and we've done it very classy and very tastefully. So here's another thing is a lot of people don't understand NIL like fans are like, you know, say mm-hmm. the game. Well, instead of doing that low sack deal, you should have been practicing or something. What they don't it, <laughs> A lot of these deals, we're shooting the content in the summer, in the summer, right? right? So right. they're unloading all this shit. It's not like they're out here shooting these commercials during. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, H- half time at a game. Yeah. It's like <laughs> there's it's, separate time allotted for this. Yeah, People are Z- crazy, man. Zach, what's your relationship? Cause you definitely, there's a little edge to you, right? Like this yeah. isn't no, you know, and to some coaches, they're like, this is a distraction. We're here to win yeah. games. We also want to keep our players and parents happy. What's yeah. your relationship like with like coach day with like, with the athletic department and IL directors? What is that like? Yeah. Um, it's, it's great. Honestly, uh, you know, coach day and his staff are focused on winning a national championship, right? Like that's what it is. So essentially we're an extension of who they are off the field. And that's why we wanted to keep things very strict. Like I don't bullshit, right? When I sit down with my guy, I don't need the cool guys. I don't need the cool girls. You can go figure it out yourself. So we kind of take that approach off the field. And when it comes to compliance and OSU, we talk to them weekly, if not every other day, just to make sure every Everything's, you know, going smoothly. Um, but but yeah, you know, there are still some rules that you have to stay within. Um, but I think if you saw with like South Carolina and ESM, like there's some uh, different deals that are popping up. And there was another one that got announced, I think, a couple days ago. But uh, we're growing a very strong relationship. So, so. It- Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. I was just going to ask, with all the different businesses that you've been part of, is this the most like buttoned up you've had to be with stuff? Um, um, yeah. With schools? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think it was a good thing. And I think like in life, and I've said this before, it's always good to know what you're not good at and then put the correct people around you. So bringing mm-hmm. on Ed Brown and giving him the percentage that I did, a lot of people are like, are, are always like, oh, you want to keep all your percentage. You want to do this. Look, I'd rather own a small piece of a big pie, baby. Like for real. <laughs> so Zach, what are what are you bad at? Because I haven't figured it out yet. Tell tell honestly, us about what you're bad at. Honestly, I'm bad at, like I said, wanting to be everything for everyone, right? And sometimes, like that's great. Sometimes you can't you can't be 500 different places, right? Sure. Um, mm. And also, like I said, when it comes to contracts and all that long form stuff, that's why I brought in Ed and, and he literally is a freaking saint when it comes to all that. So, so, you know, obviously you're a for-profit business, right? Like you're not, uh, this isn't just volunteer. How often do you have to say no to athletes? Like, are you at the point where you're like, unfortunately, yeah. there's not much we can do for you? Like, yeah. The following isn't that good. Yeah. How, what's that conversation like? It's not a fun conversation to have, but no. what is that like? Yeah. Um, look, just we just got, got to keep it 100 with them. You know what I mean? Honesty is is the best way to go about it. But I love to give tips and tricks and not just kind of burn it out. The also problem is, is when you type in NIL or NIL management, our SEO ranking is so high that literally our emails from, I mean, Every major university, I mean, we get so many inbound, also DMs and every parents calling. My cell phone number got out, so now I'm getting like calls. <laughs> but the thing is, is, I'll take them, and then I'll be on the phone for like 45 minutes, like because I don't want to just be like, "Look, this isn't a good fit, and there's no money." Mm. To be made, right? do, do you send people? Do you send athletes to like? So like, say, you know, you, you get a parent that hits you up and they're so excited about their three-star freshman who's never stepped on the court, whatever. Yeah. Do, will you send them to open doors and be like, look, go on there, find, find some little stuff, do your thing. Or like, what, what do you try to do for, cause look, let's just put it out there. The large majority of athletes aren't going to have these massive, we're going to get a car deals. 
Yeah. Right? What do you What do you try to do to help them out? You're going to give them tips and tricks, but like, yeah. do you try to find them solutions? What um, do you do to them? So here's the deal. Like with Open Doors, they have a deal with Ohio State, right? So um, yeah. my thing is like, look, I win because we have boots on the ground, right? You call me at 3 a.m. and you have a blown out tire. You need your TV hump. <laughs> I mean, dude, this is all you, your parents are in town. They love Jamaican jerk. And I know the Jamaican jerk spot. So I, I get them in like there's so much more beyond this than what people see. But comes to helping them beyond that initial call. I'll literally say, what are you looking for? And if I myself, and normally I do in this city, have the connection, whether it be a clean eats deal for meal prep or this or that. And they're not my um, they're not my client. I will always make the connection. But what I don't like is we have these athletes that um, I think their entitlement is a little higher than where it needs to be. And you're coming at me. There's a professional way to come at me, right? It's not, hey, yo, give me a deal. Hey, yo, I'm looking for the (laughs) – but I tell them that. I'm like, I would love to help you, but I'm I'm just going to give you a little tip on how to introduce yourself. And I'll give them a way to introduce themselves the correct Mm. way, right? Nice. because, dude, I would want the same thing if I was in their shoes. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um, but can, can we talk about – go ahead, John. I was going to say, Stephen and Adam say all the time, this is just as much an educational process. They're, they're in school. They are learning. And that's, yep. that's part this of is, it. This is their first hustle. I mean, no differently than Zach and myself selling merch in college, right? This is their oh, yeah. first hustle. And they'll remember the lessons they learned from their first hustle for sure. Okay. Can we talk yeah. about parents for a second, Zach? Yeah. How give us some wisdom. You're laughing already. <laughs> uh, is it more fun for you to work straight with the athlete or do you enjoy working with the parents? Do you just work with both? Yeah. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So when we sit them down, we always want to figure out who's their inner circle, right? Okay. They have, a lot of them have different makeups. Some have mom, some have dad, some have both, some have an uncle or a grandparent that took them in. Um, we always want everybody to be in the new, in the know. But at the end of the day, we are working for your son or daughter. That is our client. We create their LLC. They own 100% of their LLC. We don't do this 50% shit to dad or mom, um, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So there are situations when we don't like to announce the – how much money we do for these deals. So a lot of these deals that we've done are a lot bigger than 550,000, but we protect our client because we know what happens with these memorabilia deals and shit. They go back to where they're from, whether it be suburbia, the hood, wherever. And they're like, Hey, yo, so-and-so I saw you just got this check or I'm getting calls. I got a call from a father that was, you know, not a part of this person's uh, life. Like, Hey man, how much did my son make on this? How much? So we can be that buffer for, our client. But there are some parents that are amazing and they, they want to, you know, they want to know more rocket Hickman right now, his, his, uh, mom, dad, we speak to a lot. He's an amazing defender. I think got a, what another interception maybe game ago, but, um, he wants to get into real estate. So we've been, uh, you know, getting parents were looking at their first purchase. We just did Travion Henderson and G Scott's first, uh, real estate buy and flip successfully. Um, but yeah, when it comes to parents, man, some are definitely uh, – they all think – you know, they all believe their kid's the only kid on the field or in the court that matters, you know, and we get that. But we also have to be realists. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you ever have to push back and say like I work for your, your – you know, I'm working with your son or daughter, not you? Uh, yeah, I just say it in a little different way. Um, <laughs> but Maybe we need some tips. 
with other, I mean, he was asking things that he should have never been asking. And it's just, I apologize. I don't work for you. I work for your son. Um, and, and, you know, I'd love to keep it open communication, just not under this context period. Well, and you know, a lot of times it's interesting too, because it's, you know, we, we talk about collegiate age, you know, kids, young adults, whatever, whatever you want to say, this, this age, this time in life is often that, that kind of transition where maybe you're also figuring out how to navigate some difficult conversations yourself as you're coming out of high school into pro kind of becoming your own. And, you know, when that comes along with it, it's, it's difficult maybe to be the one who is saying, mom, stop, dad, stop. All right, uncle, like you're done. And you know, they're a lot of, they're not minors anymore. Right. So there is this interesting dynamic where maybe it's a growth, emotional development, maturity of not knowing how to have that conversation sometimes and wanting, you know, wanting that buffer a little bit without saying it explicitly. Yeah. And you know, look, their brains are still very malleable, right? You're coming out of high school and that's an amazing thing because if we can instill financial literacy, create generational wealth and kind of like that no bullshit mentality, like know your finances and respect your finances. Um, that's amazing. And, you know, to speak, Stephen, what you said, I mean, we got a lot of guys, you know, Trey and them like literally were like, this is the most, I, I could never learn this in the classroom. And that was exactly where I was. Like I had to go do it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of learning on, you know, both ends, I suppose, but I'm just glad we're here to do it correctly. hundred percent. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, that's the other thing is like, you know, you see this from representation at the professional level as well. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that go into it beyond just like endorsements and marketing deals and contract negotiation. It's really advocacy. Right. And, and you can't, they don't separate their job or, you know, the work that they put in on the field, you know, in the gym or whatever from, from who they as a person, those, those things are intertwined. And so if you're going to come alongside them and be a part of this whole journey, it also doesn't stop at the marketing, the contract, the salary, the endorsements, you know, Mm -hmm. it's everything along that process of growing and learning, you know, how to, how to navigate to the next level, meaning from high school to college, and then hopefully navigate from the next level of, of college to pros. Yeah. And that's, that's so true. And I think the other thing like that I truly love is just watching the growth. I mean, you take Travion, you know, when we signed Travion, it was before he had his breakout last year. And, you know, I remember going to a steak dinner and he had never been to a nice steak dinner. Right. So he didn't know how to order his steak. Right. He didn't know how, you know, just teaching them the menu and just having them understand that and he had a big Arby's deal come through and he didn't want to do any video. He wasn't comfortable speaking. He's he's rather quiet. But literally from last year to, to now, he's doing commercials. He's speaking. He's literally sitting at these business dinners and holding conversations and creating conversation. You know what I'm saying? That's what fucking mm-hmm. fuel you know what I mean? And same with our other um you know our other athletes. But that's what's great, right? That's cool. A lot of people can take so but yeah, it's, it's, it's that holistic development, yeah. which is, which is awesome. So, so, uh, me neither. H- how do I order a steak, Zach? What's, what's the order? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I ask him like, and where pictures. So, you know what I mean? Hey, is it too bloody? You know? So, I mean, you can <laughs> medium rare, rare, kind of learn through, we ordered a couple different ones so he could taste it, but then he knew. Right. And then, right. You know, 
you're ordering French fries and he was using his freaking butter knife instead of <laughs> no ketchup, like, no oh, ketchup. Just, like it was so. So Zach, how do you take nil management? That's obviously so. I bought nil.store. I bought nil.shop. I have a yeah. bunch of nil domain names. Adam will tell you. I'll text him. Be like, GoDaddy <laughs> just takes all my money. Yeah. How do you take nil management? Now, now you've got. I mean, Ohio State. You're there. You mm-hmm. know the community. You know the business. You know the athletes. You know the school. You know the collective. Is your goal to take this to other campuses? What's next? Uh, so. You know, some things I can talk about, some things I can't, but um, we have been approached multiple times either for, you know, buyouts and or to create franchises and and pop them up into other major universities. Um, That's definitely on the radar. We will be announcing a very big e-games partnership with the top company um, in esports on both ends, not only the gaming, but also that, um, which is I'm really freaking excited. And you're about to see that for the Michigan OCU maybe very, very soon. Um, so that's that. Um, we also have been taking kind of these camps, partnering with Nike and that kind of stuff. Uh, we've been growing those, you know, that's been a great generator for them. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to NIL management, we have like two roads to take and one road is looking very, very good. And, um, like I've said to you guys, like I, I'm not a greedy person, right? Like I don't count the dollars and cents. So sometimes if you want to do too much, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Um, so yeah, when it comes to that, I think we just are going to keep spider webbing and then, uh, hopefully close this really cool deal. There aren't many bigger places than Ohio state. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's a good, good starting, good starting point. This is cool. This is super cool to watch. I mean, it's just, it's, I think what's most interesting, Zach, is it's so organic. Like it doesn't feel forced. It feels very natural. Um, which is, you know, just to your credit, um, Pretty pretty sweet. Can you talk about that esports thing at all, or is this is this? Uh... Yeah, I, I can't because we're gonna have a whole press release rollout and all that. And plus, like, I don't want to. You don't want to <laughs> spoil it here. Yeah, but it's gonna be really freaking sweet, and it's with one of the biggest awesome. e gamers too. When does when playing. does Michigan play OSU? Ugh. When 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 does Michigan play Ohio? Last game. Please, the twenty sixth, isn't it? November twenty sixth, I believe, is that Saturday. Yeah, we look forward to it every year. Well, Put it on if, the you go, if you go to goblue.com, Mark did us a favor Mark, over the weekend. Did dude, you see that? I, yeah, I saw it. I love it. He's, <laughs> dude, hey, listen how crazy this is. When we created life support and we were uh, on board, you know, like getting the investment, Mark Cuban, we got the link and hit me back on my email. And I'm sitting here like, holy shit. And this was when he, he was in Vegas and we were going to do the whole pitch. And then he had his planes, whatever, couldn't land in Vegas. And we never got to link up, but, um, oh. what a freaking badass. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's a lot of fun to work with. He, yeah, that's funny. It was crazy. <laughs> you get a hundred, he, he come talk about being genuine and, and always true to yourself. I mean, you get a hundred percent of Mark every time. That's for sure. <laughs> Dude, and that's how it should be, man. And I think when people are passionate, right, it's, it comes off as very organic and authentic. Because, like, dude, I wake up every day and I love this shit. I'm like, how can we make a positive impact and shake and bake, baby? Like, this is what I do. You know what I mean? Um, it's just now I've taken all this weird shit from 36 years and it's all came to one place that I can put all those tools to work. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah. How Zach, how many how big's your team? What does it look like? Is it just you? Is it do you have a whole squad? What's Yeah, so that's a good question. 
so I think as you guys know, the information that we're dealing with is kind of very sensitive, right? Um, so it's hard to bring people in because, dude, Ohio State, like I don't know if you've ever been to a game here, like a big game, like, dude, it's it's crazy. Like this is what we eat, breathe, and sleep. So a lot of trying to get information and this, that, and the other. So um, it's myself, it's Ed Brown, and then uh, Jacob Lipperman, he's, he's our tech guy. Um, and he does like all the website, all that kind of back end stuff. Um, but now we're getting to the point where we have to, uh, we, we have to hire once hopefully some things, um, come together. Um, but yeah, it's, we got to keep it, keep it small, but it's just getting a little wild. Yep. Tight quality circle. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Well, Zach, we have a, we have a question. We always like to ask our, our, our guests and I feel like you're going to have a great answer. Uh, what, what's the dream slam dunk restaurant NIL deal for Zach BB? Like what, what, what's the contract you're signing on the spot for you? For you? A restaurant you can restaurant, sell better than yeah. anything. A restaurant I can sell better than anything, man. I don't know. Cause we did two deals with two of them already, but Man, I don't know because Chipotle and McDonald's that was pretty sick. But uh, <laughs> those are those are good choices. What's the what's the Chipotle order? Uh, the Chipotle order? Shit, I'm ordering. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like, double chicken, dude. I like I like the bowl. I like double. I like double steak. I like to put the tortilla under the bowl. You know what I mean? So if I get mm-hmm. late, extra rice, double steak, all the sausage, cheese. It's, yeah, that's literally holy shit. We're the same. <laughs> all right we've gotten let's see we got we got a couple we got some benihanas that was we got a couple uh we have like two people that gave us benihanas right yeah we had benihana back-to-back weeks which was yeah. which was incredible benihana still we're waiting on your call um, uh had some local taco shops mm-hmm. somebody said Portillo's. nutella, <laughs> nutella. <laughs> straight up nutella. Nutella. yeah <laughs> i mean what what's it for you like what's what it you- for you sean I, I got, I'm from Bel Air, Maryland. There's a, there's a wing shop in Bel Air called CR Wings. I can name every flavor on that menu. It's the best. So that's what I would do. That's awesome. I'm still undecided. Yeah. <laughs> still figuring I, it out. I, as a Chicago kid, I went the low hanging fruit with Portillo's. I mean, you, you, you can't go wrong. You know, I, I was trying to convince my wife to have Portillo's cater our wedding and that didn't, that didn't fly over so hot. So that's, that's well, Zach, Zach, you didn't give us a restaurant, but give it. How about give us the spot to get a steak in Columbus? Where where should we go? Oh, man, straight up Jeff Ruby's. It's crazy. It'll melt in your mouth. Also, he's he's a badass. Uh, Joe Burrow. Um, he's got his own steak there. Joe actually just got a spot back here. Little people, do they know? He lives right, I believe, on the same floor as Evan Turner. Evan's a dear friend of mine, uh, right cool. here, uh, which is cool, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think restaurant, honestly, Tony's Italian. He's just an OG. He's been in the game for 40 years. It's like you go into the private room and it's just what it is. You know? Love it. Love awesome. it. Keeping it real. Sweet. That's great. It. Zach, man, this was a great conversation. Fascinating. Incredible to learn about you and just your journey. Appreciate you opening up, sharing a little bit about you know your life and, and skills. And most of all, love hearing how passionate and excited you are about bringing uh, high value to, to the NIL space and, and, and athletes. So this has been another episode of the NIL show. I am Adam Cook here with Sean Allenby, Stephen Ferrick signing off. We will see you all next time. 
Hey everyone, Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. Just wanted to say thanks again for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any team wear, custom merchandise, rec or youth league jerseys, uh, fraternity and sorority wear, or company merchandise, we're always here for you. You can find us at campus.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store.